Okay, let's uh, pray. Father, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for your living word, Lord, that is life to us, Lord, that we not live by just the physical food, but your word gives us understanding and wisdom and power to live a life, Lord, that you live on this earth, Lord. Um, I ask Holy acknowledge you, Holy Spirit, as the teacher, the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let the words go forth, not in my own human wisdom, but in demonstration of your spirit and power. That the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. So you all remember to get to, uh, if, if you cannot hear me, put the, the, the notice or something like that, right? Uh, that will square, share screen first. Can you see? You can see, right? The slides. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Linky. Yeah. Good morning, glad that you are able to join us. Venice is with us, Janice is with us, Evelyn Go, Sarah. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Lindy. <laughs> okay, so and uh, Uncle T, we always acknowledge whoever is older than us. <laughs> okay, so and also Madam Fang, <laughs> not forgetting our beautiful sister, her smile that light up the whole my whole screen. <laughs> okay. I'm so blessed, you know. I love not old people, young, more uh, young elderly people. They are the most beautiful. <laughs> okay, in the family of God, we have all. All right, so praise the Lord for that. Okay, um, maybe, maybe yeah. I was just telling about yesterday's uh, sermon, right? A little bit before we go into today's one, and um. We were talking about uh, knowing who we are as God's royalty, even in a place of protection. Actually, I, I mentioned that, you know, don't even really need to pray. Most important is to know, right? To know as in, no, 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 deep down, all right? In your spirit, man, overruling the mind and the five senses, all right, of uh, who God is and who you are. Knowing your authority, knowing your your kid, your you are the royalty, right? Just not by words, but fully understand what being a, a royal priesthood means, what being a, a, a son of God means or a daughter of God. So what happened for me first before I, I call... Uh, oh, okay, let, let's vanish shepherds, okay? Uh, maybe vanish shepherds and then I will share the other part. Okay, so Venice. <laughs> Hi, Venice. <laughs> okay. Hi. Okay, so she has a testimony to share, and I'll let her share, all right, of uh, what happened to her last week. Okay. <clears throat> Good morning, everyone, brothers and sisters. I would like to share my testimony. Okay. Last Saturday, my colleague was tested positive with COVID-19 and I was advised to do tests due to close contact with her on the past 14 days. 
I did not fear and very confident as I did not have any symptom except slightly body pain. So I thought that my body pain is due to sit too long or work too long. So I still went to do tests as my superior advised me to do so. When I got my result is positive, I still don't believe. <laughs> I trust in Jesus. I still remain calm and I don't feel any fear. I know Jesus had healed me. Uh, I have slightly fever on the first day when I got my result. Lah. My mind starting receiving a lot of negative thoughts. Then I rejected all the, the thoughts. Even my doctor told me that uh, my virus is very strong in my body. My friend who texted me said that my report uh, is, is, and is very worse. He said... Uh, the total value is 10, which is he afraid that I might get things worse for another next few days. But I still rejected all his message. I'm still thinking that, yeah, I trust on Jesus. I am healed. So I keep praying in tongue and also keep declaring that by his stripes, I am healed. All the virus in my body die instantly in the name of Jesus. I also meditate scriptures shared by Pastor Stephanie, and I just rest in peace on Jesus. I believe that Jesus will take care of me. I went to see doctor on the next day, and he was surprised that my oxygen reading is very good. I think maybe because when I waiting in the car, right, I pray in tongue. Before I go in, I pray, 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 pray in tongue. Then when I go in, he checked my oxygen level. Wow, 99.99. Very good. So I also surprised. Her. Then I told my friend, my, my friend was worried and asked me, uh, how are you feel today? I said, Oh, very good. Doctor was surprised that my reading is 99.99. He said, wow, so good. I only 88, even I don't have COVID. <laughs> so, yeah, press the lot. And my body pain is gone and my fever is sometimes on and off. Lah. So, and today I feel normal and I don't have any symptoms. Uh, I think God gave me a good experience in this to draw me close to him. I can feel his presence and I believe in him that he have, had healed me. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Janice. Praise the Lord. Isn't that amazing? This testimony should go around the world, right? Glory to Jesus, isn't it? Yeah, because the whole world is so scared of COVID-19. And of course, there are some people who died of yeah, I want to add on is uh, even my friends, um, her dad told her that uh, they are reading, her friends who is COVID reading is 14, 15, 16. It's worse, even cannot walk. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 14, 15, I still can uh, walk here, walk there. <laughs> I don't feel anything. 
here remind me of when I got uh, right? dengue, right? Everyone fever, I the only one no fever can eat pan me none. <laughs> but I don't know why the reading is funny because of the what, what cell. Uh. But the doctor also amazed. Why you have dengue fever but no fever one? <laughs> um, well, I one still I can yeah. Amma, I still can smell, can eat a lot. You said you got yeah. test, you can smell? Yes, I can. <laughs> I eat durian. I don't know why. I no symptoms. Amen. Okay, this is the wonderful testimony to the power of our Lord Jesus. Yeah, and this is what every one of us can experience as well. Okay, because if we renew our mind and believe, just believe on it. Right, that the way Janice believed just now, I was telling the rest, right? They all haven't seen you, Janice. You're so small <laughs> in size, you know. And last time I first met you, you don't talk, when I talk to you, you don't say anything, they don't ask questions, they don't say anything, just listen to me. The, yet, the, one, the one who worried me is my mom. La. He said, hmm. Wow, you are two different person than before. If last time you you were worried like crazy, keep finding me. <laughs> <laughs> now you see a different Denise, right? Yeah. And who transformed her? God. The word of God. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit, right? I think she she and the sister both very cute one. <laughs> one is uh, enveloped in grace, the other one by faith. <laughs> Very strong in grace uh, because Janice very naughty sometimes, right? Never meditate, uh, never do all that. But she experienced the grace of God. Her result come negative. She still need to give the word. But Janice <laughs> built herself because she was once under uh, demonic oppression. Yeah. So I believe that when she was delivered, she don't want to get back, get that back again. And she really put herself. You know, into meditating and confessing the word until she believed the word. From one experience to another, she saw, you know, how God delivered her from this uh, domestic, uh, demonic oppression. And then she, you know, when you have had that experience, you really don't want to get back into, into it. It was so horrible for her. I remember seeing that video. It's horrible and it's already wiped off, you know, of her being tortured by the demons. But today she has been set free and she chose that her life in the future, right? Will she will be uh, the one dominating the devil, no more the devil putting sickness on her. And how can we do that? It's by meditating and eating and feeding the word of God. Right? She even can reject. Hey, imagine any one of us here, all right, you have been tested positive. <laughs> what will happen? <laughs> Panic, right? Okay. Most will panic. Even both Jack was so scared already, right? So, but thank God, you know, for his uh, uh, Venice, right? That she had fed on the word. And at a time when the devil tried to throw something at her again, right? She rose up as Christ in her and refused to submit to the symptoms. And then her result of 99.9 oxygen, better than the one who had no COVID. <laughs> See, the glory to God. Who is our God? And who are you in God? 
when we allow him, when we feed on him, right? When we pay attention, yeah? Okay, that is, remember also the grace part, lah. Huh? <laughs> so Chinese also very cute. But God is also good, right? But of course, it's better if you continue to feed, right? So thank you, Jen, uh, Venice, for sharing. And uh, do, after that, you can post your testimony, all right, in our group so that all, everyone also can be encouraged, right, that uh, COVID-19 is not greater than Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. There is nothing in this world that Jesus, uh, that is greater than God or Jesus. All right. It's just we believe or not believe. We believe and how do we make the belief more real, right, by feeding and meditating. Right. And then, of course, uh, it's so funny. It was uh, another testimony was last night. Okay, uh, As most of you know, my son right, is in Cambodia. Okay, So many months ago, it could be last year, I can't remember. He had once an uh, encounter with uh, COVID because his colleague was diagnosed as positive. So he had to go and test. And that time, he told me from the beginning part, Told me that you know he he put test, so I I begin to pray and the Lord spoke to me very clearly during the communion, uh, where He said all is well, so I told uh, my son message and said that God say all is well, so don't worry you know uh, you go and test you won't get the COVID because God say all is well, and true enough after three or four tests right all came out negative, so that was like I think maybe some months back already. So, okay already, right? How I know yesterday, I think, you know, she, she sent me another message, you know, that, oh, uh, for the last week, I've been staying in a hotel away from the wife. Right? Because his colleague, very close one, something like Venice, right, had COVID. So, he had to uh, quarantine and stay in a hotel and also to take the test. So his, his colleague was positive. So he took the test. So after the second test, then, he, then only he tell me. <laughs> it's negative. <laughs> okay. So anyway, it, I, I was like, oh, okay. I was like immune to this kind of worries already, you know. I just leave him to know that God take care of him. And it was just so timely, that testimony. And then he said, amen, hallelujah, praise the Lord. You know, he's not very spiritual one, right? but of course, from young, he knows Jesus, right? So, uh, it was good to see him praise the Lord. Lah. <laughs> then, after that, it reminded me of yesterday's sermon, you know, and then, of course, I shared with him Benny's story. Now, he's back home already. But that <clears throat> when, you know, when I said that, um, I said that statement with which uh, where sometimes we don't even need to pray for protection. Okay, it, it's not to say we are careless or you know but we need to be conscious of God, right? But I don't pray every day, Lord, please protect my son, please protect my son. <laughs> no, I don't. I only take communion and declare, right? I do do that every morning. I declare, Lord, we are blessed. Correct, my son uh, is blessed, protected, and. Uh, you see, I don't ask God to protect us. Declare that we are, as well as all of you <laughs> are mentioned in my declaration in the morning when I take communion. Everyone in uh, BFA are blessed and protected. You know, that's all. 
a very short one, not very long, I think less than five minutes, but I just know that this is what belongs to me. And then God just protect uh, my son, Jeremy, you know, wherever he's going. You know, we just message normally as if nothing happens. He, he also never tell me that he was in quarantine, you know, until yesterday night. So, and I believe that was God trying to, but also confirming his word that when you know who you are in him, you are protected, your whole family is protected. All, uh, as what Joan said, it's just being conscious of him, acknowledging him, declaring from your mouth, okay, who you are and that your family is protected. Without that fear, God, you must protect them. God, you know, uh, uh, something bad might happen or with that, without fear. It's just knowing. And then God just do it. It's a very simple life, <laughs> like Jesus, like that. <laughs> you know, you sleep in the midst of a storm. Because he knows who he is. He's the king of kings. He's above the disease. He's above COVID or virus or whatever. Yeah? When you know that, you sleep like that is, you know? You hear the negative news. Ah, no lah. That's not me or even my children. They're all protected. But it's about your knowledge as in not here in your fear. Do you know that you are protected? Do you know that you are loved? Do you know that uh, really, you know, God's will is not for you to die before your time, but to be healthy, to be prosperous, to be blessed? That's why we need the word, right? And uh, I was sharing this morning a little bit where uh, the Holy Spirit just spoke to me something very funny. It's not in the message, right? You know about uh, Adam. If Adam had uh, had not sinned, okay, when God breathed His Spirit into Adam, the Bible says in Genesis that he had the body, right? And then God breathed His Spirit, and when the Spirit goes into His body, He became a living soul. So that's where the soul came in, all right? The spirit, soul, and body. It needs the, the spirit of God touch the five, the, the physical body, and then the soul came about. So the soul connect, all right? The spirit, that's why you have the mind, became alive, right? The, you have a mind to think, have a will, and have emotions. But what was supposed to rule Adam, okay? He was, he was supposed to be connecting himself to God, right? The spirit connect God because God is spirit. So his mind, all, all the thoughts that he was supposed to think, all right? Yes, and all the senses from his body were supposed to be fed information from the spirit that was getting the information from God. Which means if Adam had not seen, What will happen? All his thoughts will be exactly the thoughts of God from his spirit. So what happened after Adam's sin? We have universities, schools, <laughs> teaching us knowledge. You see, God meant what, you know, that he was the teacher. The Holy Spirit was the teacher all the way. Okay? So that the thoughts that are uh, given by God, all right, communicating through, communicated by God to Adam, 
correct, to through the Holy Spirit was what is going to fill his thoughts. He's going, he was supposed to think like God, educated by the Holy Spirit. But after sin, we were all educated by the education system. <laughs> okay, the wisdom of the world, okay, by Satan. Because that's why in Romans it says that what the carnal mind is enemy with God. So instead of having uh, being educated by the Holy Spirit of thought, right? That's why Jesus said the Holy Spirit will come and he will teach you all things. No, you know, Holy Spirit teach mathematics different from your teacher, your mathematics teacher <laughs> or professor. How? What's the difference? Why? If Holy Spirit is a teacher, right? All things. So let's say he is teaching the subject mathematics. And your school teacher who teach maths or mathematics. What does your school teacher teach you? One plus one equals two. I know there's some maths and all that. I don't know what. Uh, don't, don't need to confuse so much. Uh, but most of us know one plus one. Count is it? It's two. Okay, all right. So this is the logic of this world. What will Holy Spirit teach mathematics? Anyone, Roberto? In terms of numbers? Uh, five plus two equals more than 5,000. Ah, now you got it already. Yay! I say that many, many times. Huh? <laughs> so he's hearing, he heard it already. Okay, so yes, good, Robert Lowe. Okay, see, you want to be taught by who? Holy Spirit or by the world, which is under the rule of Satan. The education system was not of, by the fallen man, it's not God's best or God's plan or intention for the spirit being, for Adam and all the, uh, you know, the generation after Adam. It was not God's plan to have set up an education system and all that from fallen men. The education system, the teaching was supposed to come by the Holy Spirit and God, Jesus, reinstated that after he died on the cross so that now and send the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is the teacher, the greatest teacher, the one who can teach us the mind of Christ, right? The, uh, who we are in Christ, who God is. And because we have been so taught by the devil, actually, <laughs> a lot of things here, right? Has been taken the minds of kids, the, um, the, 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 what? The, the Hollywood, all right, all the, ideals of this world, all the belief system and everything, okay, taken, by, taken over by who? Religion is not from God. Religion is not from God. There is no religion in God's vocabulary. Right? God created Adam to fellowship with him. God can say, Adam, now you are a Christian. <laughs> okay. Adam, now you are my son. <laughs> Not um, Adam, you are Christian. You got this religion. Okay. Christianity is called. And then you, you know, you, you're going to have follow all these rules and all these uh, guidelines to be a good Christian. Oh, 
No, God just breathed His Spirit and said, Adam, now you are in, the, in my image. Now I walk with you, I talk with you. Okay? I teach you, Holy Spirit. I teach you everything about me. We walk together. Okay? It's not religion. Christianity, right? But the world, the devil make it as one of one of the religions. Okay, because he created religion. See, God didn't create religion. The devil did. So that we think that God is, you know, outside of rules, all right, to do good, to be good. Actually, he's just communicating with us. It's our Father. That's why when you receive Jesus, you come into that fellowship in your spirit. But unfortunately, this mind, all right, has been educated by, if I may put it correctly, it's the devil because the word of God says so. Your carnal mind is enemy with God. Who is our enemy? <laughs> the devil, right? But I'm not saying that now, but now we can have the mind of Christ in the new creation, all right? That's why we need to renew this mind. Formerly, it was the mind of the devil because which thought is not against the word of God. When the word of God say, like what, the, when you say by stripes, I'm healed. The, the friend said what? Oh, the virus in you, even the doctor, medical sign, medical doctor. That's why we have been educated to believe what the medical doctor say. <laughs> the medical doctor say, <laughs> I found this in your physical body, all the virus, very, very strong some more. What will you believe? Oh, most people will just even believers believe just what the doctors say. Because based on sense evidence, right? That, that they can see in the microscope the virus. But what does Venice see in the spirit? Every virus that touches my body dies instantly in the name of Jesus. I am healed by Jesus. Why? She saw through her spirit. Spirit man. Now she's learning to see the way from the spirit. The one that learning the new thoughts, filling her mind with new thoughts, being educated by the Holy Spirit, taught by the Holy Spirit. But because we have a lot of wrong thinking inside, we have to pull down these strongholds and get rid of them and replace them with the way God thinks or the mind of Christ. You understand? So if a new baby, all right, like for uh, Ching Lan, she, she can experiment <laughs> with uh, Samuel already, although Samuel is going to be one year old, but I believe she must affect him, all right, with the anointing, with the word. Imagine if Let's say you dare. I also didn't have this revelation only this morning. Okay. To put your child, uh, not put your child in the education system of the world. Oh, which parents say, cannot, cannot, cannot. They need to survive. Uh. <laughs> they need to get a PhD. They need to get uh, uh, what certificate. Uh. If not, they cannot live in this world. But God's intention is that we never learn from this world. We learn from the spirit. And even if a child does not have this education of uh, mathematics, science, or whatever, who has better? Holy Spirit. It gets to know the Holy Spirit very young. 
Holy Spirit will teach him everything that he needs. You don't need to have a job to be successful, to have to make money in this world, right? You can just be like Robert Lopez and Kicks also have, have money, right? <laughs> yeah. More in demand, right, today than the university student. <laughs> People need to eat, right? So if the Holy Spirit becomes your teacher, he will teach you everything about how to make money, about how to be prosperous, how to be healthy, wisdom. From the word, he would bring the word to life, you know, to understand when God say, I'm a new creation, right? And there are a lot of Christians that don't know what's that. <laughs> but really, if your baby, all right, from young, don't have your know, new creation, we will think of maybe a new design in the, uh, you know, clothing or what, right? But if Samuel, which is uh, who is a Chinglan youngest son grew up just being taught by Holy Spirit and the word meditation from small anointing you think he need the world to make him rich or make him successful or make him powerful or healthy he can tell the professor <laughs> things that a professor don't, don't know in, in the university why if you believe that Holy Spirit is the greatest teacher do you if you have that revelation, you know, but most of us are too scared, right? Think, we still think the old way, you must still, I'm not saying you don't send your children to school, but actually school is teaching sometimes things that are still against the knowledge of God. Best teacher is the Holy Spirit and the Word. Because we were spirit being. That was the plan of God. In the very beginning, for Adam and the whole human race, you know, to have just the knowledge of God and be able to procreate and multiply, you know, people who know God and know their authority, know they are royal, you know, royalty, know that they are protected, know they are special, they are loved, they're accepted. But because of sin, this whole thing, of course, didn't take place, and the opposite happened. Grew up people, generations and generations of people who do not know God. And for Jesus had to come and not just restore back the initial purpose and plan of God in creating man, but he built a better creation. It's called the new creation. Adam was the old creation already. And this new creation have access to the Holy Spirit because the spirit man born again and now can learn from the Holy Spirit and eject out all the things that have been put into their mind by the devil. And then you begin to walk as Christ walked. Christ had nothing to do with the devil. So, what about us? Can you see how renewal of the mind or learning the things of the Spirit by the Holy Spirit is so very important? Yeah. Anyone who dare to take that step and let your children learn from the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> teachers. Now we have teachers here. <laughs> I can address them. <clears throat> right? What are you going to teach them? 
this case, <clears throat> not Bible knowledge. Okay, we teach them by the power of the Holy Spirit how they can receive from the Holy Spirit the wisdom of God through the Word so that they grow up very different. From small, they already know how to walk with God. They already know how to talk with the Holy Spirit. They hear Holy Spirit. The Spirit man can hear, can see in the realm of the Spirit. They can move in the gifts. It's not a matter of physical age. They already can inherit. <clears throat> they know their identity in Christ. Hope that blows your mind. It's just it blew mind off. And if we have like you know roughly yeah yeah Holy Spirit, you know we are Christian believers. We're learning the Bible now, you know. But can you see this is the plan of God that we were supposed to feed on His Word, Jesus, the Word, God's Word. Who was supposed to communicate with Adam? Only God. And. What he received from God, he will give to his wife and to his children and down the line, right? Something happened in between, right? And that is where we all tumble down. But now, we don't have to go down that road. We can come back into what God has created for you. We can receive creative ideas from the Holy Spirit, all right? And no longer as in the last... Uh, lesson that we did for, on Sunday about the fortress, correct, the wall of Jericho, the strongholds in our minds, tear them all down and let the Holy Spirit teach you, let the word teach you, guide your life, correct? Uh, Proverbs is this, you know, your word, wisdom is the principal thing, you know, you direct my ways. How even today in the, in the word, in Romans, it says, those who are, who allow themselves to be led by the Spirit are the sons of God. Will you allow, will you be so hungry like Uncle, uh, Uncle T here, you know, sit down and listen to the word of God. Madam Chang, uh, Tang, right? They're learning the spiritual things and then walk in that realm. It is so wonderful when these things happen to you. Okay, today continue from last week. We are inheriting, right? We are going, uh, Joshua, lead the new second generation or the new generation into the promised land. That's in the physical, right? So in the spiritual, we also have inheritance. How do we uh, get this inheritance, obtain this inheritance and live in this inheritance? First of all, you need to know what it is also, right? So, Today will be why God can legally give us our inheritance in the valley of trouble. Right? So today we have all kinds of trouble, right? Especially the COVID-19. Right? As I told you earlier, until you know, know deep down, okay, where you belong to God. Uh, <laughs> I put a laugh in. I think I never use laugh normally in my uh, conversation. Right? But it's just to emphasize, right? We are different species of people. That's why it says you are peculiar people. You meaning those who have received Jesus. Okay, you're not subject to the 
the, 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 all the troubles of this world. Persecution, yes, for, for uh, you know, being a, a believer, all right, for identifying yourself with Jesus, you will be persecuted, right? But you will not have sickness, worries is not our inheritance, okay? All this is not belong to us. Why? So, but many times we feel, is it really mine? Is it like Venice said, I, I refuse to, you know, accept all these uh, so-called professional doctor's diagnosis. I reject it because there's a, something else that is stronger inside her. The word of God that says, by stripes I'm healed. And she declared she's healed even with the symptoms still there. Sometimes you wait, oh, wait first, wait first, wait till no symptom first. You declare first, then the symptoms leave. You declare in the midst of the symptom, okay, who you are in Christ. So why God can legally, all right, as I've been sharing for many, a long time, the whole Bible is very legal, but it's not lawful, all right, because God does things legally. He is judge. Judge means that everything is legal. So he cannot sentence, uh, he cannot just come out and kill Satan off. All right? So that is a, uh, uh, some, uh, he got principles right, to follow. It has to be fair. Fair to Jesus, fair to Adam, fair to human being, and fair to the devil. Then you can stand in that standing of righteousness before God. Because then the devil cannot say, hey, cannot, uh, why you make a, uh, you know, uh, you just forgive Robert like that. Uh. Cannot, uh, he, he sinned so much. Uh. <laughs> and then you just, because you like him, uh, you forgive him. Uh. Cannot, all right? And today I'll show you why cannot. So why our inheritance is so legal, all right? That you don't have to be afraid to take your inheritance in Christ. All right? Everything, spiritual, financial, material, everything that we have, inherited in Christ is given to you legally. You know why illegal cannot take, right? <laughs> illegal, you go to you go and steal your neighbor's things and see, that's illegal, right? You say, oh, that's my inheritance. So I go into my neighbor's house, uh, the neighbor's sleeping, and you take all the, uh, the valuables. And you say, because God said, I inherit, ma. <laughs> it is illegal, okay? You will be taken to uh, court and put into jail. So we do everything legally then there is no punishment and the devil cannot accuse you right when you just taking legally what belongs to you so god does everything legally okay joshua what seven one so the last week was about the jericho <clears throat> being all the strongholds in our mind right and the wall came down god what did you learn god put you know showed them that the wall the the conquest all right in the promised land is by his spirit today all right our promised land is because of god's grace and also by his spirit not by our own effort that you're going to prosper right you're blessed it's through the holy spirit that's why god sent the holy spirit through the wisdom of the holy spirit he give to you so israel violated the instructions about the thing so next chapter okay after conquering jericho the next part this is another city called Ai, all right? So there's Joshua chapter one, chapter seven. 
But Israel violated the instructions about the things set apart for the Lord. So remember, they have certain things, uh, uh, instruction by God in the physical. When they go into the promised land, there are things that are set apart for the God's treasury. They cannot take. Okay? So a man named Aiken or Achan, hopefully <laughs> nobody called Chinese got this surname Chan, right? So uh, no one here is Chan, okay? So uh, we, we always joke, right, uh, in the past, Aiken is Achan. So a, name, a man named Aiken had stolen some of these dedicated things. So these things belong to God, all right? That's how also why the, the verse in Malachi 3.10, for the Jews, you have robbed God because the 10% belongs to God. So it's in a sense like they steal from God, all right? When they didn't bring their tithes. Okay. Today, of course, in the New Covenant, it's a bit different. So they, this Achan, Achan, stole some of these dedicated things. So the Lord was, was very happy, was very angry, all right? And not only with Achan, with all the Israelites. See, God, in the old covenant, okay, he cannot, he is angry, all right, because what? This is for what? You steal is what? Sin, right? Stealing is one of the Ten Commandments, sin, right? Thou shalt not steal, okay? So Achan stole, and the Lord was angry. Achan was the son of Kami, a descendant of Zimri, son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah. Joshua sent some of his men from Jericho to spy out the town of Ai, this city, east of battle, near to Peterven. So the next town was Ai. When they returned, they told Joshua, there's no need for all of us to go up there. Look at human pride and, and uh, human uh, confidence all right, in your own self. So they look at Ai, they say it's a very small city. <laughs> Not like Jericho, but big walls, right? There's no need for all of us to go up there. It won't take more than two or 3,000 men to attack. So since there are so few of them, don't make all our people struggle to go up there. So approximately 3,000 warriors were sent, but they were soundly defeated. It was like in the natural, very easy like, to conquer this uh, AI, okay? But they were defeated. The men of AI chased the Israelites from the town gate as far as the quarries and they killed about 36 who were retreating from the slope. The Israelites were paralyzed with fear at this turn of events and their courage melted away. These Israelites are really joking, right? sometimes like us. <laughs> One day, wow, big victory. They saw the wall come down just by blowing the trumpet. You know, they didn't do anything and they conquered Jericho. And then the next minute, they're so scared already. Of these uh, three, uh, uh, of these uh, people from AI, small group, right? And then they became paralyzed. Fear paralyzes us, right? That's why when we don't see how big our God is and how big you are in God, then you are paralyzed with fear. Fear is really horrible. You cannot move. Been there, you know. You, you get up, you you just cannot move. That's called panic attacks. Fear. The whole body is like paralyzed, and that is fear, whatever the fear is. So here, their courage is also no more. Remember, uh, Joshua told them, be very courageous, 
right, and strong when you go into this uh, Canaan land or the promised land. But now, courage no more. It's just because 30, 30 how many people, 30 something people got killed. <laughs> Joshua and the elders of Israel tore their clothing in dismay, threw dust on their heads, and bowed down, uh, face down to the ground before the ark of the Lord until evening. Joshua also sort of, you know, sat and want to give up really. Then Joshua cried out, O sovereign Lord, why did you bring us across the Jordan River if you are going to let the Amorites kill us? If only we had been content to stay on the other side. Oh, Bernice could have said that, right? God, I'm, I come to beautiful ashes. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I'm your child. Why you give me COVID-19? Wrong question, right? <laughs> Wrong question. But she didn't ask that question, God, why you give me COVID-19? But she just said, no, God will never give me COVID-19. That's how we talk. Okay? Right? Don't ask God why the trouble, why got this, why got that. But just say, if the trouble throws that, you know, the devil throws something at you that doesn't belong to you, you need to know it doesn't belong to you. Right? Like me last time, I didn't know that even the little... Uh, virus from this uh, hay fever doesn't belong to me. I accepted it. Say, never mind, I'm not a big problem. 12 o'clock, it will go off. <laughs> I accepted it as part of life. I can bear with it. And then God said, no, I don't want you to bear with anything that is from the devil. Okay? We need to fight it. Why not? Okay? <clears throat> so Joshua cried out, Sovereign Lord, why? Why you bring us? He was saying, asking God wrong question. Are you letting God, are you letting uh, COVID-19 kill us? <laughs> Somebody asked God, God, why, you know, now pandemic, why I'm your child? Why, why, why are you giving me all this problem? Wrong question. Right question is, thank you, Lord. You have killed me. Now, let, I box the devil. <laughs> box this stupid virus. And my oxygen level is 99.9, .9, better than the one without COVID. It's not about Venice being strong. It's about our God. Can you see how wonderful and great is our God? Real in this life. You just believe him. Lord, what can I say now that Israel has fled from its enemies from when the Canaanites and all the people living in the land hear about it? For when they will surround us and wipe our name off the face of the earth. Yeah, you know, they will surround us. You think the enemy will surround you. That's what the picture he gave you. COVID is bigger than God. Remember what is the word surround? The favor of God surround you like a crown, right? Round, all over. No left, a little portion or so. Protect you, your family, all the parts of your body is covered. Okay? This is what surround you, not the enemy surround you. Sometimes you give in to the enemy. You think that, oh, you know, the devil is greater. Sickness is greater. Disease is greater. It is God who is greater. That what will happen to the honor of your name. You think God don't know how to take care of his name. But the Lord said to Joshua, but God is still very good. Huh? Get up. So many times you need to get up. Right? Arise. Why are you lying on your face like this? Israel has sinned. Okay, Remember they are under old covenant. Jesus haven't died yet. 
So God has to follow justice, right? Israel has sinned and broken my covenant. They have stolen some of the things that I commanded must be set apart from me. Okay, so God has certain laws, certain principles, all right? And one of the things is that, very important, whoever sinned must die. For the wages of sin is death, Romans 3.23. The wages of sin is death. So, and then whoever eat this fruit, right? Told Adam, right? Uh, Genesis 2.17. The day you eat this, you shall die. The, fruit of, uh, the forbidden uh, fruit from the tree of knowledge and good and evil. So God has set. Okay, nothing can change that otherwise unless you try to be God. Okay, they have stolen some of the things that I commanded must be set apart. So, and they have not only stolen them, but they have lied about it and have hidden the things among their own belongings. That is why the Israelites are running from their enemies in defeat because of sin, Achan sin. For now, Israel itself has been set apart for destruction. I will not remain with you any longer unless you destroy the things among you that are set apart for destruction. Get up. Command the people to purify themselves in preparation for tomorrow. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, say. Hidden among you, O Israel, are things set apart for the Lord. You will never defeat your enemies until you remove those things from among you. How many of you want to be born at that time? <laughs> this is scary. Eh? Your family, one person sin. Eh? The whole family is uh, to, to, to be judged. Okay. So in the morning, you must present yourselves by tribes. And the Lord will point out the tribe to which the guilty man belongs. The tribe must come forward with its clangs, and the Lord will point out the guilty clang. That clan will then come forward and the Lord will point out the guilty family. So from one tribe to a clan and then narrow down to the family and then narrow down to Achan, right? To the one who committed the sin. Finally, each member of the guilty family, see the word guilty there. Sin brings forth guilt, okay? So they are guilty. A family must come forward one by one. For the one who was stolen, the one who has stolen what was set apart for destruction will himself be burned. So this is the punishment for sin, for breaking the law. Be burned with fire along with everything he has, for he has broken the covenant of the Lord and has done a horrible thing in Israel. That's why you are so glad we are born not under the old covenant. <laughs> <laughs> Under old covenant, very scary one. You sin, you will be punished. Okay, because God is holy. Okay, so sin has to be punished. And here in the law, right, not only the guilty man, the guilty person, but his whole family, all that he had, everything has to be burned. Early the next morning, Joshua brought the tribes of Israel before the Lord, and the tribe of Judah was singled out. Then the clans of Judah came forward and the clan of Zerah was singled out. All right, so one by one. Then the families of Zerah came out and the family of Zimri was singled out. That's where he came from. Right? Every member of Zimri's family was brought forward person by person. When you read this, you feel scared or not? <laughs> scared or not? Not scared, ah? 
That means you didn't catch what's happening here. It's horrible. You 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 know one family, then you can you imagine Aiken's heart? They're coming to me already. And then not only he is going to die, right? His whole family will die with him for one thing that he did wrong. Okay. So it's a very scary uh, event happening at that time, all right, in Israel. See, God is, is God, okay? <laughs> and he has to punish sin. So Achan was singled out. I'm not going to single out any one of you, right? Imagine <laughs> so scary. I tell, I tell a lie today. You know? I did something wrong there. Oh, you know, is God going to tell Pastor Stephanie <laughs> I did something wrong today? <laughs> right? And then I'll be singled out, you know? And then everyone will know. And then after that, punishment. Thank God that's not going to happen to us like it happened to the time of Achan, right? Because of who? Jesus Christ. If not because of Jesus Christ, things like this will happen to every one of us. Then, Joshua said to Achan, my son, give glory to the Lord, the God of Israel, by telling the truth. Make your confession. He has to do confession. <laughs> this one is confession of sin. Uh, but at that time, not enough. Even he confessed too late already. Tell me what you have done. Don't hide it from me. Achan replied, it is true. I have sinned against the Lord. See, one thing about the Jews is every time they sin, they know that they are sinning not against the people but against the Lord. They, no matter how, they have the fear of God. They have the, the knowledge that there is a God. All right? And their God is real. Okay? But in the weakness of the flesh, they sin. But I always know that they sin against God. You know who else said the same thing? King David, right? Said that what? I have sinned against God. Therefore, us here, we, we don't realize there's a God so <laughs> many times. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we just do, 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 do. And then the parents have to frighten their children. God is watching, huh? You? <laughs> Then only, oh, okay, but then don't do wrong because the parents say God is watching, so punishment. Okay, this is not, uh, this again today because of Jesus, all right, it's no longer uh, happening to us. All right, God is not watching over us to punish you for your sin. But at that time, yes, see how privileged we are, how blessed we are because of Jesus. And yet, we don't even conscious that there's God. They sin, but they know that they're sinning against God. The Jews grew up with the knowledge of God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You want wisdom? <laughs> not the fear of frightening. Today is not the fear of God will punish you. Because of Jesus, can you see how blessed we are? Because of Jesus, we don't have to have this fear that we do wrong. God will punish us. Today is just the reverence, the awe, the adoration, the thankfulness, okay, that God saved you. <laughs> that is the fear of the Lord. The consciousness of goodness of God is the beginning of wisdom. If you say you have no wisdom, okay, the first beginning of wisdom is to 
thank God. <laughs> thank God that, you know, you received Jesus. Thank God that someone talked to you about Jesus, that you heard about Jesus and you got born again. And therefore, that is called the fear of God. Because without that, we will all have to be like Aiken, thrown into punishment and hell. So what happened? He tell his sin, right? <laughs> Look at his sin. It's not that to us, if you measure like that, not that serious, right? He didn't rape, he didn't kill. See, God is a God of holy, a holy God. It's not about small sin, big sin. This one we will say very small sin because what he said, I have sinned against the Lord. According, when you compare with the punishment, it's not very big, okay? It is true. I have sinned against the Lord, the God of Israel, among the plunder. So they, when they got Jericho, right, there was a lot of things they were not supposed to keep, right? Everything was supposed to be put in the treasury. But he, he said, I saw. <laughs> see, how do we sin? From our five senses, okay? From the body where the body was meant to enjoy the things of the, the world that God created. But because of sin, it became corrupted. And now, it is, uh, it is what, uh, how, how we sin through the eyes, through the ears, through the senses, okay, through our body. That's why we need to discipline this body and put it under subjection of the spirit. Among the plunder, I saw a beautiful robe from Babylon. <laughs> if, compare this to today under grace, under Christ. You see a beautiful robe, God say, I give it to you. You want to take up. <laughs> right? He wants to bless us. But at that time, you know, it was, they were under law, right? They were under the old covenant, right? When God say, you cannot take, you cannot take. Okay? Sin is sin, small or big. And the plunder, I just saw a beautiful robe. Uh, 200 silver coins. Okay, Robert will calculate. <laughs> I don't know how much is that. Okay, 200 silver coins and a bar of gold weighing more than a pound. I'm also not sure what is that. One pound. Okay, because I don't buy groceries, so I don't know. But it must be. I think not that much, lah. Huh? A pound? Is it a lot? 12 ounces. 12 ounces? A big bar? Yeah. Maybe equivalent to how much? Uh, uh, dollar? Uh, one ounce is uh, about uh, 15, 21,000 ringgit. So wow. it's like 12. Uh, the right, right person. Uh, you know, uh, so okay. About 1,000 ringgit, is it? 200,000. 200, for, the, for, the, for the goal alone. For the goal, it's about how many, how many ringgit? 200,000 ringgit. 200,000 ringgit. 200,000 ringgit. Okay. Still not that much, huh? Yeah, it's a lot, but not that much. Okay, so for 200,000 ringgit worth of gold uh, and some silver coins, okay, then he said, I wanted so much. I wanted so much. I saw, and then I took them. One, today you go to court, if you steal 200,000 ringgit and a beautiful robe, <laughs> uh, what, 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 branded, uh, baju, okay, uh, Chanel or, or, or what, what, what else do you have? Um, and then 200 silver coins. What do you think is the sentence? Maybe you get a fine or go to jail. Uh. 
no 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 judge here. <laughs> so we don't know what is. But it won't die, right? You won't have to die, right? For stealing this amount of money, right? For the corporate people who stole millions and millions. Yeah, that one they had to go to jail. So it's like really not that big a sin. Okay? He just liked and took, but he took what didn't not supposed to take. So Joshua sent some of the men to make a search. Need to verify. <laughs> they went to the tent and found the stolen goods hidden there, just as Achan had said. With the silver buried beneath the rest, they took the things from the tent and brought them to Joshua and all the Israelites. So glad today, right? That when we prophesy, and God, Holy Spirit, didn't don't tell me uh, who steal what. <laughs> commit what sin right? prophecy in the new covenant don't have that anymore even if but in the old covenant the prophets can actually point out the sin of the people Nathan went to uh, King David right and because they, they hear from God and point out his sin aren't you so blessed we are under new covenant that we are under Jesus look at what the Jews have to go through they were the so they laid them on the ground in the presence of the Lord. See, they're always conscious. Whatever they are doing, all right, God is there. Although for that few seconds, Achan, Achan was not, you know, uh, didn't realize that God saw. God knows everything. So if you, but I'm not trying to frighten you, I'm just trying to give you a comparison, okay? Today, how privileged we are. Yet, the God who knows everything, who knows our sin, who knows how naughty we are, <laughs> small or big, behind the, behind the video, and when uh, <laughs> off video, not, not putting anything, it's just a joke. But God who knows everything about us, hmm? Psalms 139, He knows what, they can do what, they can think, you know, nobody see, right? So it's true, God knows everything, God knows all our sin. Look at the grace of God. Super amazing, you know, that he don't want to point out sin anymore in our lives, okay? Because of Jesus Christ, all right? So he knows. You cannot try to hide from God. Only he is the only one who wiped out from our lives. Then Joshua and all the Israelites took Achan, the silver, the rope, the bar of gold, one bar of gold only. His sons, daughters, cattle, donkeys, sheep, goats, tent, his sons, his daughters. Look at the severity of sin under the old covenant. And everything he had, and they brought them to the valley of Echor. Valley of Echor, the word Echor means trouble. Then Joshua said to Achan, why have you brought trouble on us? The Lord will now bring trouble on you. All the Israelites stoned at Achan and his family and burned their bodies. Okay. For what? For taking 200,000 ringgit and a beautiful rope and 200 silver coins. So, is this big? If that's what you think of sin, 
then we don't understand God. Because in the eyes of God, there is no big sin, no small sin. Sin means just missing the mark, just not doing what God tells us to do. Very simple. Okay? So, missing the 100%, 100% perfection, 0.00001 is also sin. Can you understand that? If you can understand that, you understand more how the precious blood of Jesus. <clears throat> so all have to die for a very small sin if you think it in terms of big and small. But God doesn't think that way. They piled a great heap of stones over Achan, which remains to this day. That is why the place has been called the Valley of Trouble ever since. And the Lord was no longer angry. You know, for one second, I wanted to pick up the sentence, the Lord was no longer angry. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, I teach New Covenant, you know, I don't want to fight the people, right? So, why not I just don't put that on him? And immediately the Holy Spirit said, leave it there. <laughs> then I said, why? Oh, okay, I understand, right? Because the severity of sin and the punishment and the God who had to punish sin because he cannot go against his nature. He cannot go against his justice as a, as a just God. Okay, there's one part of God that I always tell you, God is just. So that you can know legally, all right, that all later on, the blessings that you receive, all right, belong to you legally. You, have, you can stand before the devil and say, hello, <laughs> this sickness take up. <laughs> doesn't belong to me, not because I, you know, confess more, but because legally, you have been defeated. Legally, sickness belongs to you, not me. <laughs> I, I told, uh, uh, somebody also told me before a long time ago, uh, uh, was it Venice, uh, you know, first she wrote to me, very cute, you know, the doctor tell my virus very strong. Then I just told her jokingly, it's not your virus. <laughs> not yours, huh? If it's the devil's virus, then you say, oh yeah, it's the devil's virus. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's why you don't say my headache, you know, my uh, whatever sickness. It's not mine, it's not mine, all right? That's why words, we think that it's okay to just say it. Words actually reflect what we believe inside. My headache, uh, <laughs> my pain, uh, it's not yours. It's already been taken by the Lord. All sin and sickness belongs to the devil and it has already been removed. So that's why I don't accept it, okay? It's not yours. It was put on Jesus. They piled a great heap and then the, the, the Lord was no longer angry. So the Holy Spirit said, leave it there because this was the anger of God. If people didn't, if not for Jesus Christ, we will have to suffer the wrath of God. All right? And there is a wrath of God that's coming, right? In the tribulation to the world, to Satan and all his followers. It is the wrath of God. So, oh, they say, oh, oh God is God of love, Mark. We've got wrath one. If you all hear properly the message of grace, Does God have wrath? Does God have to punish sin? Yes. But why you and me not punish? 
Anyone answer? If there is a wrath of God on sin, or those who sin, why this wrath that we all need to go to hell, need to suffer, not on you and me? Jesus already taken on our behalf. Ah, the wrath of God was on sin. Put on Jesus. Put on Jesus. You know, that burning, that whatever punishment, the crucifixion, the burning, the going to hell, all that was supposed to be on you. We were all aching. <laughs> okay? We were all sinful, whether small sin or big sin. Okay? And then we all deserve. Do you understand the meaning now of grace? Get not uh, getting the good that you don't deserve. We deserve punishment, grace and mercy. Okay, mercy, not getting the punishment that we deserve. Not because God specially like someone here, right? But God still have to do what His nature is, which is the justice of God demands that the one who sin must be punished. I repeat, okay. The justice of God demands that the one who sin must be punished. Which is every one of us from Adam to until he, until you know the end of the world. Right? You and me. But the love of God came in. And this punishment, all right was taken by our Lord Jesus Christ on our behalf. That's what it means by grace. That's what it means, the gospel. Your punishment, God, wrath was put all on Jesus for you and me. That means you, your sin, Catherine's sin, Ching Lan's sin, Evelyn's sin, my sin, put on Jesus. Jesus became Achan. Okay, became us on him. And then the wrath of God. So this is called justice, right? It was punished. So you were punished already, but not on you, on Jesus. Jesus took that punishment on your behalf. Who punished him? Who punished Jesus? God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God. God punished Jesus. Actually, he's an innocent man. He, he didn't sin. He didn't, he was not punished for his sin. Achan was punished for sin. We should be punished for our sin. Jesus is the only one who was not punished for his sin. He was punished for our sin. God punished him. Yes. And then you go free. You and me go free. Aren't we eternally grateful when this revelation comes to us, this understanding that you and me go free? All right. What kind of punishment? Death. Death. So that we don't need to die 
today we can live. Live means what? No sickness. That free from sin, from the fear of standing in the presence of God, from guilt, from impurity, from shame. Why are we still fearful? Fearful of outside, fearful of punishment? Will God punish me? Will, will God, you know? Sickness is a one-to-one -one with sin. So the curse in Deuteronomy 28, how many of you have read Deuteronomy 28? <laughs> Just read on it, read on it. No need to uh, declare. <laughs> Just read on it. I asked you all many times to read, right? <laughs> I don't know how many times already I say, just read, okay, the Deuteronomy 28, okay, because there is set the blessings of obedience and the curses of disobedience, and then you will understand what is belongs to curse, and then you, when you read Galatians 3.10, that Jesus became a curse for us, you know that this thing doesn't belong to you, otherwise we take a lot of things, all right, sickness doesn't belong to you, because it was a Curse of disobedience, all right? Even serving the Lord without joy is a curse. Okay, after this, I hope I do. I will, next time I ask anyone read uh, Deuteronomy 28, so everyone put up hand again. <laughs> yeah, because if you don't know what is a curse, it's like the devil throw to you a virus and you say, oh, it's a blessing. <laughs> no, okay, then you need to know what is a curse? What is it that is not God's will for us anymore in Christ? Right? What is the blessing? Otherwise, we mix up. We think that, oh, this is a blessing. Actually, it's a curse. Okay? So that we reject whatever is a curse, whatever Jesus already died for us. He was already uh, punished. And then we still take. <laughs> we say, hey, even you don't need to, to have that anymore. Then we still go. Oh, didn't know because the devil confused you. Worry. It's a curse. Why are we still worrying? Yeah. Okay. So look at all that. From Deuteronomy 28, you will see, and he says, at the end, you know, so many sicknesses, cancer, <clears throat> inflammation, fever, all those things are the curses of disobedience to the law. Today, it's just like Achan, disobedient to the law, right? Will be punished. Okay, but Jesus in Galatians tell us what? That he has become a curse. All right, so that we can now receive all the blessings instead of the curses. But if we don't know what is blessing, what is curse, then we will live under the curse. Right? So today, this is what the freedom, right? Jesus said, I free you. Okay, so that you don't have to die of sickness, but you, you die when God said, I take you. <laughs> You just sleep, you know, when your time is up. But of course, today we believe that we will, this generation will go through the rapture, right? Unless you're called uh, for something else. Okay, so read that. Uh. <laughs> you know, we need to know the truth before we can pull down strongholds because we don't even know what is the truth, what is a lie. So, how do we? You know, how are we going to pull down those lies, remove those lies? The devil said, you got no power, Piara, you know, it's too, too terrible outside there. But Piara, you won't receive that because you know that 
life. You have all the power and all the authority. You have been redeemed. Your body don't need to be sick. You can tell the sickness go off. You can tell, right? By stripes, I'm healed. No more the report of the doctor that find your head, you know, that says you got cancer, you got this, you got that. It's all written out by the doctor. <laughs> okay? So, if you see, cancer is inside Deuteronomy 8. Uh, Deuteronomy 28. It's written that tumor. It's there. It's a curse. So, why are we accepting it? And all, even a little fever. So that's why I say go and have a, a read. Jesus' obedience to the law gave us all the benefits and removed the curses from our life. But if we don't know it, the devil will come and tell you, hello, <laughs> this one belongs to you, huh? because it came from your parents and your grandparents. So now it's yours. You need to know the truth. It's not ours. Right? Not only in area of sickness, every area. Okay, there's a wrath of God. It has already been put on Jesus on the cross. Okay, so when you believe in him, now you don't have to incur that wrath anymore. Right? But the, the end times one is different in the tribulation. There will be a wrath of God. So we don't need to go through because Jesus went through. I will preserve a remnant of the people of Israel in Isaiah 65 and of Judah to possess my land. There I choose to... I, those I choose will inherit it and my servants will live there. So God has promised right, to the Jews okay, that they will inherit the promised land. Inherit right, means they belong to somebody great. Right? You're not a servant, a son. You inherit. right? And my servants will live there. The plain of Sharon will be, again be filled with blocks for my people who have searched for me and the valley of Echo will be a place to pasture herds. See, the pro prophecy through Isaiah was that valley of Echor was a place of trouble, right? Where Achan gave trouble to the whole uh, Jewish uh, nation, right? Where they, they, because of sin, one man's sin, they all, you know. So now, but because of the grace of God, the goodness of God, right? In that place of trouble, God is going to turn it around. And he says what? Right? From the valley of Akor, the valley of trouble, it will, become, it will be a place to pasture herds. That means there will be life again. That was a valley of death, right? But there will be life. Right? Just today. But death is outside in the world. Here we are having life. Like Evelyn's name. Two Evelyn here. Two life here. Very lively. <laughs> they are full of life. Evelyn Zoe and uh, Evelyn Go. Evelyn Go is still there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Your name means life. Okay. Life. Yeah. That's what God called uh, E. Full of life. Life of God. Okay. Not that. So you live in life. The word of God is life. The more you eat, the more life you have. Not half dead. Full life. Then I will give her her vineyards. So in the valley of Echo, where People say it's trouble. If you don't see, all right, that God through Christ Jesus has turned everything around for us, right? Because He took that punishment. Now, in that place where there is bad news, where there's trouble, all right, it's a blessing. God will give forth blessing from there. I will give her her vineyards from there, all right? But remember the message on uh, vineyard lines, all right? There is going to be 
a blessing, prosperity, all right, in the work of your hands, in your business, in your job. Grapes, all right, fruits, wine. Ah, Wendy is overloaded with wine. Where she's still there. Okay, all right. So there is so much blessing that God has, right, for all of us here. Okay, God is blessing. So in the midst of trouble outside, you think the Lord, this is the promise of God that He will give you vineyards. While people are panicking, uh, we need to save them, of course, right? Then, but in the house of God, in the family of God, in the presence of God, where Jesus is the vine, He is the source and supply of everything, there will be vineyards coming up. And make transform the valley of Akkor. Okay, God is in the business of transformation. So I say it's impossible. If someone is fed with the spirit, with the word of God, that they don't change, they don't transform. Right? Be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. The spirit already received so many wonderful things, spiritual things, right? But cannot transform because go, go through the mind and the mind stop. Wall <laughs> of Jericho. Uh-uh. Healing is not yours. See what the doctors say. Virus, COVID will kill you. Okay? The next day, you become worse. The fever become worse. And then inside there is the blessing of divine health. Got stopped. Okay, so, but when we change our thinking, feeding our spirit man, whoo, the blessing can come forth. The manifestation of the healing, all right, takes place. Of the fear disappears. Okay, because we know God takes care of us, of our children. They are blessed. There is transformation from glory to glory when we behold Him, whether in worship or from the Word. Behold, when you read the Word, you, or, you know, hear the Word, or meditating the Word, you are beholding, you are looking at Jesus. So you are like a mirror. When you see Jesus, you come up. You know, someone has been with Jesus. You know, you heard this phrase, uh, even the, uh, in, the, in the Bible, the, the, the people saw the disciples as people who have been with Jesus. Have you been with Jesus? Yeah. So these uh, sessions or, or meetings is for you to be with Jesus, see his word, behold him. All right. And also not only Saturday, Sunday, right? Every day be with Jesus. Behold him in the word. See him. And if you don't see him, you say, Lord, I'm not going to live <laughs> until I see Jesus, not the physical one. Until I have a revelation. One revelation is good. Another day, get another revelation. No, no, you may not have everything in one go. Hmm? But at least something that changes you. You go out. You go into the presence of what I hope you come into uh, BFA. All right? Even if let's say not, not smiling, by the time you leave BFA, you should be smiling. <laughs> Like cake, right? Yesterday. Oh, she has such a sweet smile, right? So there is a transformation. The world doesn't see Christ except through you, through us. Uh, not by law, all right, but by transformation, by feeding on God's word and seeing how good he is, right? You, you, the, the Bible says that you become the, the fragrance of Christ, right? You even smell <laughs> your spirit man, right? Got smell. What kind of smell coming out? <laughs> the beauty of perfume, better than perfume. <laughs> this is this is real, right? <clears throat> then it will be transformed. The valley of echo become a door of hope. 
the valley of echo is the punishment place, right? A place where you're supposed to be punished. A place where you're supposed to have death, to have sickness, to have sin, disease, everything. Where sin was and where sin was punished, the valley of echo, echo where Achan and his whole family were burned. He became a door of hope. Wow. Only who can do that? God. Right? God transformed all the, the sicknesses, the, the, the weaknesses, the fears, the challenges, and everything all right, that, that the devil threw at us. And then it became a door of hope or expectation, anticipating right, a favor. Turn it around for favor on you. <laughs> How good is our God, right? <laughs> Where we're supposed to receive punishment. What happened if you put a crown on you? <laughs> and for anything you did or not? No. We didn't do anything right. We did everything wrong. We even think of God wrongly. Okay? We deserve death. But instead of what Achan got at that time, we got what? Hope, expectation, and favor. Let's look. And she will sing there. Ah, oh, like Evelyn lead us in worship, right? Oh, her voice. And then also we got Joan coming up. Ooh, hallelujah. Wow, so beautiful. You know, all of you have been given beautiful voices. God sing also, right? In Hosea, right? And uh, he rejoice over with singing, all right? So that's why we all can sing. Don't care what kind of voice you have, all right? It's the adoration. That's why speaking in tongues, right? As you, you uh, later learn how to pray for people right with uh, to, to receive baptism of holy spirit and uh, speak in tongues right just help them to realize one thing okay that that is that they want to adore jesus so you cannot be baptized with the holy spirit without receiving jesus first right there's the first experience come first the second experience is the baptism so it's all about the gratitude you know that you want to praise jesus okay and when they understand that, they don't focus on what tongue am I going to say? <laughs> what words am I going to say? Right? The focus is on, oh, how wonderful you are, God. Okay, you bring them to see that. Okay, are you thankful? You want to praise Jesus? You, you know, yes. All right. Now, the Holy Spirit is going to come in and it's going to fill you with a new language, a tongue that's going to praise Jesus even more than your English or Chinese or the limitation because your, your Chinese and English can say, God, you are good. God, I love you. And then uh, God, uh, what else? Most of the time, we just say, God, you are good. God, you are good. And we don't know what other words to say already. <laughs> That's the limitation, right? <laughs> Remember the song that Evelyn brought, right? Not last week. Uh, not last week. It's the day only, right? Okay. So, yeah. Then, the tongues will give you more expression. So, it, 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 it is much more than God, you are good. You know, all the things in your spirit that, that cannot express in our language, the limitation of our earthly language can now be expressed through the tongues. So when you tell them that, they don't focus on the shukurabaka, or to follow what, how Pastor Stephanie pray in tongues, no. Okay, or they have to follow your tongue, no. Your whole mind is how good you are. And then the Holy Spirit filled them. 
and the flow of that new language comes out from their hearts, that adoration, and then they suddenly speak in a different tongue because they're not conscious of their tongue anymore, okay, of the syllables. They are only conscious of Jesus, of how good he is. That's how they receive, okay? Yeah, so she will sing there and respond in the days of her youth as in the day when she came up from the land of Egypt. Why they always sing? Because of the great deliverance, the most precious miracle is the miracle of salvation. The day God saved us from Egypt, which is from the world, right? That was the deliverance. Jesus is our savior. The most wonderful thing is when we got born again, when someone received the Lord. So can you, the most wonderful thing, can we withhold from our friends, our brothers, our family? Go and save them. That's the most wonderful thing. Okay, the, when, the day when, they came, when she came up from the land of Egypt, the day when you came up from the world and received Jesus <laughs> and got to know Jesus. Wow, that is your greatest miracle that you got born again, your spirit man, okay? Became alive. That new birthday for a kid, all right? The door, all right? It's, a, oh, it's an opening. It's an entrance, all right? To what? to all the blessings and all the inheritance in the valley of trouble once where we were supposed to be punished, all right? Now that place, because of Jesus, it became an entrance, all right? To the, our inheritance, to our blessing. And of course, how, from who, from where, became a hope. A hope is a, a court, a door of hope, right? Now, but hope, because it was a place of death, punishment. Now there's hope, right? Because of the door, a hope, the word hope here in the, uh, in the Hebrew means court. You know, when people are drowning or they fall down from a cliff or what, if you are there, what do you do? You throw a rope. <laughs> there's, a, there's a hope. We'll say, yeah. Okay, so Joan walked in a the, in the, in the jungle <laughs> and then somebody dropped down, so she carried one rope. Quickly throw the rope, all right? So to the person who is falling down, wow, you see, she don't see Joan, right? She see the rope. <laughs> because we dropped down already. Okay, so that's the door, the hope there, right? That will bring you back up. Okay, we may have fallen, we may have so-called backslider, whatever. You have lost hope in this life, in this world, right? You feel your situation is hopeless, like taken, you know, you're going to be you're going to die. What? You have the hope. From where? The hope of a great future. Okay, because Jeremiah 21, 29, 11 says that, right? Jesus is the one who gave you that call, that hope. Jesus said what? In John 10 verse 9, I am the door. I am the gateway. Okay, that's why Jesus was at the valley of Echor, the place where your sin and my sin is supposed to be punished. All right, we were supposed to be punished for our sin, like Achan was. But Jesus took that punishment and he became the door, the entrance to hope. God transformed it. God changed it to enter through me to do what? The hope is what? Hope of what? <laughs> hope of, hope of uh, just barely make it until rapture. <laughs> no. Okay. It's the hope to experience life, fully life, quality life, freedom. Isn't that what it's all about? Freedom from fear, from sin, from guilt, from shame, from sickness. 
That's what Jesus came to do, right? Isaiah 61, the ministry of Jesus. Give us beauty for ashes and satisfaction. All right, you will see the satisfaction at the end of, uh, um, of, of this. Okay, Joshua chapter 7. Okay, he wants you to be satisfied. Right? That's why that there's a verse, you know, Jesus said, whatever you want, it is according to his will. Okay, don't, don't go uh, wanting something that is evil. Right? But if you just want nasi lemak, he give you nasi lemak, right? I want chili fish, then you know, Robert Lowe just make chili fish. Even I didn't ask. Okay, so it's this is you eat until you're satisfied. Now I eat so much food until so uh, weekends, then uh, uh, Catherine will buy food for me. Okay, so whatever I want, she say, okay, you just tell me what you want. Okay? But I always, of course, I, I eat any, anything, right, that people give me. But there are certain food that I especially like. Right? So anyway, God always give me, whatever satisfy me. And I'm very grateful to everyone. Okay, so in Singapore, you also have what you want, right? Every time post this uh, Starbucks and all that, the drinks like Ro uh, Rube and uh, you've been very famous one. This this drinks. Right? You have the desire for it. God give you, right? I don't know whether it's through Wendy or to Rube or to even our three uh, wonderful friends. They, they know how to circulate this uh, this drink around. Okay? But it is what you you like to drink. God don't give, you know, you, Wendy doesn't give you something you don't like. If you don't like, uh, I don't know, some uh, bitter herbs that she make for you or not, she will make for you what you like until you're satisfied. Uh, you like fried chicken, she give you fried chicken. Uh, one day she posted what? Curry fish head, man. <laughs> you're so like. Okay, so today I ordered curry fish head. <laughs> so see, you're satisfied. This is what the door does. And the entrance into the blessings, whatever you like, God say, Daddy, God say, right? He will, you will, you know. And then, of course, maybe Wendy likes wine. I don't know. So, you know, God give her so much wine. <laughs> Hope she don't get drunk in the house. <laughs> but she's happy, right? Okay, as long as you are happy in the Lord. Okay, this is our God, man, and how really where we were supposed to be punished became a place of satisfaction, okay? Then it, it's, a, it's like a restoration of uh, uh, Adam, right? A creating of our senses to enjoy this earth. So it doesn't mean that our senses, you know, kill all your senses. No, right? You want to enjoy as long as your senses don't rule you, okay? And your spirit tells you, okay, enough already, don't eat too much chili fish. It's not very good. <laughs> for the body okay, okay once in a month okay can <laughs> right so not too much wine huh wendy <laughs> okay a little bit enough okay so we don't we have the wisdom of god but he allow you to taste all right to enjoy to experience all right oh no more the free, free feeling of guilt oh i said something wrong today i did something wrong okay it, it's okay god says you know, uh, it's just for us to learn, all right? And then, you know, we carry on, we go on to experience more and more wonderful things, more and more life, more and more freedom, freedom of fear, freedom of, you know, there's a lot of things after you see, right? Satisfaction, good or not? Jesus is so good, right? So when that day comes, says the Lord, you will call me my husband. Is it continue to Hosea? Hosea is beautiful, beautiful prophecy, you know? Actually, it's about the prostitute, right? God love yeah? uh, uh, Israel that had like gone into prostitution, you know, and God's love for them, right? Like all of us, right? 
we turn away from God, you know, and we sin and sin. And, you know, but yet, <laughs> God is so good, you know, He blessed us and He, he, he removed everything. And then he, uh, our sin as if no more. And then He's what He says, You will call me my husband instead of my master. All right. That's how the closeness of what Jesus wants us uh, to, to know. He's the best husband. Although I know Robert Lowe is a good husband, okay? but Jesus is the best. <laughs> so in the spiritual, all right, we have Jesus and all of us ladies. All right? If your husband not that good enough, don't worry. Okay? Still love them with the love of Jesus. But uh, you have Jesus, right? the most wonderful husband. Husband's fate of what? So intimate, right? The word, when God used the word, actually is a, uh, in Hebrew, I think it's Ishi or something like that. Right? It means that I'll take care of you. Yeah, in another version, it said, I will take care of you. It means he will provide for you. He will take care of you, right? He will just love you. Whatever you want to eat, he will give you. Who? The source, Jesus. <laughs> Taste and see that this husband is so wonderful. But if you are, if your husband in the natural, don't feel bad, okay? Just uh, ask God to give you more uh, of uh, how, how Jesus is. All right? As you listen, you become transformed. I will make you my wife. I will make you my wife forever. <laughs> okay, this husband never fail you one. <laughs> and then it's uh, no need uh, sign paper, okay? In the spirit, he's committed to you for life. You are his wife. You are his bride. That's why... When we go out, there is a marriage supper of the Lamb, right? You know, let us eat some more. Wendy, got more food to eat. <laughs> when we go up there, all right, there's until fully satisfied the supper of the Lamb, right? The most wonderful Jesus. Showing you what? Righteousness and justice, unfailing love and compassion. Oh, this is the our husband Jesus who has given us this thing and he wants to not, not only given us in the spirit, he wants to show us, he wants us to experience it in our life. Righteousness. What is the effect of righteousness? Peace. Confidence. Right? And justice. He wants you to be able to legally look at the devil and say, hello, get lost. <laughs> Sickness, go, you don't belong to me. So, you know, poverty, go, let go, get out. Devil, this is the righteousness that put you. If you're scared of the you scared of Jesus, right? Scared of you also. You see that? And justice and unfailing love, agape, will never fail you. Uh, Romans eight, right? Nothing can ever separate you from the love of God. Failing is is what his faithfulness. He will always be faithful to you. And compassion, you are always his. Precious wife, this precious bride. You, one person, God will do anything for you. I'll be faithful to you and make you mine, and you will finally know me as the Lord. Know Him now. This is what Jesus has done for us. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Remember Achan, the guilty one? Today in the valley of Echor. All right, we who were once guilty have now been declared not guilty. And from the declaration of not guilty, because the punishment of death was put onto Jesus, right now 
we have the blessing of righteousness, which is starts from no condemnation. So start from no more guilty. You don't have to feel bad for your sin anymore. Right? I think I said that yesterday. So this first part, Romans chapter 8, verse 1. For those who belong to Jesus. Are you sure you belong to Jesus? <laughs> okay. Then take this with you also. No condemnation belongs to you. All right? It's part of your heritage in the promised land. Okay, the promised land is in Christ today. Okay? In Christ where you have righteousness, freedom, satisfaction. Because you belong to him. The power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Free you. Set you free. No more already. No more in the cage. Fly out of the cage. Okay? The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So you saw the law of Moses. When Achan sinned, he had to die. The law was up already, right? Joshua is after Moses. Okay, because of their sinful nature. Say, Achan had a sinful nature. So did all of us. But what happened to our sinful nature? That is the old man. That is the, the flesh. All right, the, the old spirit together with the mind, all right, the soul without Christ becomes the flesh. What you call the flesh, all right? It means you're thinking the way of sin. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son in a, the law cannot save uh, Achan, right? Cannot save us also. So God had to do something and God did what the law cannot do. He sent his son in a body like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. NLT version, quite clear. You know, I have, I have to go through all the different versions for you all. <laughs> I just don't stick to one version because sometimes if I just stick to one version, it doesn't bring out the full meaning. So I go from one version to another to bring out the clearest version. Uh, so you will find as I, as you, as I read the scripture, it's different, different version one. <laughs> okay, to fit you properly, uh, you see you are so precious. Uh. <laughs> I just don't say, oh, okay, TPT is the best. So from the beginning to the end, I give you TPT. Okay, not every version because remember, all the versions are translations. So you have to, I have to give you the best translation from the original Greek or Hebrew. All right, to fit the, the princes and princesses of God. <laughs> okay, to make sure you all eat the right food, the best food, the most nutritious that can build your spirit man. Okay, so... God did what the law cannot do. Right? The law cannot change your sinful nature. All right? By obeying the law, all the Ten Commandments. Right? Like the Paul said, I'm a Pharisee. I am blameless. I can follow all the law. But it didn't change his sinful nature. He was still a sinner by virtue of one from Adam. Only what can change his sinful nature? Taking, being born again from a new nature from Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, then only you have a new nature, that which is totally new from your spirit, to get rid of the old nature. So you're not, you cannot try to be a better person. 
because you are born with sinful nature. You need to be born again from a different source. Okay, so the first born again, you're born from Adam. So you inherit Adam, Adamic nature, which is satanic nature, the nature of sin, sickness, disease. You are prone to every all this, prone to paralyze, you're prone to kill, you're prone to steal. Okay, that is actually in Romans 7. But if I, I wanted to put that, but if I go through that, you know, until uh, four o'clock. <laughs> so I'll be gracious and then cut off uh, another day I'll teach you that one okay but it's all about the, the nature in man that was in your spirit when you got born again so no more having satanic nature Adamic nature which means you don't need to be under all the curses of sin all right and the result of sin now God had to do something take, do an operation remember Ezekiel 36 right uh, Ezekiel 36, yeah, right? Uh, 37, one minute, right? I take out the old spirit and the old heart and I put a new heart and a new spirit inside you. Had to be removed, the old one, totally, and then new one. So, and that can only happen in the spirit when God put our sin and punished it on the body of Jesus. So God sent his own son in a body like our bodies. That's why Jesus had to come in the flesh to take on a body like ours to be punished in our place, right? And then God declared an end. Hello, listen to this. God declared when Jesus took our punishment, he declared an end to sin's control over you and me. So you have a new nature. You are no longer under the control of the slavery of sin, which includes sickness and poverty and lack and all the guilt, inferiority, shame. No more under the control. You have to be set free. Okay? Because in that body of Jesus, God declared, it is done. That's why I say it is finished. All right? And end. Ending. Ended already. It is finished. Sin has no more dominion over you when you are no longer under law but under grace. Romans 6.14. That is what it means. Okay? Under grace means under Christ. What he has done for you. He did this so that the just requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us. See? God is a just God, right? A judge. A just judge. Justice has to be met. So now it has been done. And satisfied for who? Not for Jesus. Jesus never sinned. He don't need to die for you and for me who no longer follow our sinful nature when we realize, hey, <laughs> okay, I don't need to follow my sinful nature. That means when that temptation comes, when that uh, thought comes to lie or to steal or to kill or to do what, or what, we don't have to follow it to hate or to be offended or whatever, you know, that is from sin or to to, to suffer the pain and the sickness, all that. We don't have to follow it, okay? What the doctors say, we don't have to follow it, you know, or what your friends say, okay? Virus is your, this one. That's why Dennis didn't follow it, okay? Didn't follow what the friends say or doctors say, otherwise she would be suffering from all the COVID now. Today she's with us. She say, I, I feel normal, better than you all feel also. <laughs> Correct, Dennis, okay? Why? Because she chose not to be led by the sinful nature and all the lies of the devil, which is the education of this world, the, the belief system of this world. She chose to be led by the spirit 
from what the word of God say. The revelation of uh, Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 that says, by stripes I'm healed. And this is what the Holy Spirit and life, uh, you know, uh, tell her. And this is what she's going to be and going to be led by. Reject all. Even it comes, right? That means it comes. Right? It's not saying that, oh, we, 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 we are now in Christ. These thoughts never come to us. Sometimes they come to us by ourselves, sometimes from friends, sometimes from colleagues or whoever in the world who doesn't have the mind of Christ. Right? They will tell you everything that is from the education of this world. But from the Holy Spirit tells us different things. Right? And we are led by the Spirit. Right? So we don't need to follow the sinful nature anymore. It has once and for all been settled. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the spirit control your mind. So remember, this mind is the, is the, the, the obstruction, <laughs> the fortress. It can be a blessing because it was meant to be. Okay, Because when God breathed the spirit, uh, his spirit into the body, it has a soul. So did God create wrong thing? <laughs> no, right? The soul was always linked to the, this one. So to connect to the world. right? But <clears throat> of course, it became corrupted. The thoughts all became corrupted. That's why it says, yes, sir. All right. Jesus, uh, in the Bible, says the people in Genesis say they were evil. In the imagination of their mind became evil. So everything was corrupted. What God created was pure and holy, became corrupted. But today can be reversed back, all right, through the word of God, through Jesus, all right, who, who uh, at the valley of Echo, he died on the cross. So now don't you have the will now from the spirit, not from the uh, unrenewed mind to choose not to that's why it said making decision I always tell you right three voices talk to you so now you can be led by the voice of your spirit man your inner man which is filled with the Holy Spirit led by the Holy Spirit okay to speak forth and believe and speak forth God's word instead of devil's word all right so let your let, let the spirit control your mind, okay, uh, which leads to life and peace. So I refuse to think these kind of thoughts anymore, the negative thoughts or thoughts that are against whatever God. Okay, you know, sometimes it's not even negative. <laughs> okay, it may be nothing wrong, ma. You think this thought, you go and figure out, give me an example, right? Then, but it is still, if it's not in line with God's word, it is still not led by the spirit, not of God. Hmm? For the sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's laws and it never will. It's very clear. The sinful nature, all right, the carnal mind, don't try to uh, blend it. We don't use blender here. <laughs> hot is hot, cold is cold. You cannot blend, all right? God never blend with the devil. If they make friends with you, hello devil, we can become friends. We were never friends. They were enemies. Okay, and then okay, now Father he has to release, he has to go, right? The devil has to go when we tell him to go. Okay, so don't let him uh, make friends with you or stay in any part of your body. You know, sickness is letting the devil stay in certain parts of our body. Why? This body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Only let the Holy Spirit stay. Anything that is alien, get it out, get out, get out, get out. Okay, in, until until it go out. Okay, there's those of uh, why those of you are still under the control of sinful nature can never please God. 
are, but you are not controlled by your sinful nature. See, telling us that you are not, you are born again. All of you here today, sitting here, are new creation in Christ. You have a new DNA. You have been born again. Okay, you do not have sinful nature inside you. That is where, in the spirit, only the mind things you you have. Okay, then you just renew this mind. So you are controlled by the spirit. If you have the spirit of God living in you, so you have it. You have. Remember that those who do not have the spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to Him at all. Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of sin, the spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The whole start of our uh, journey of uh, this newborn again is what you have been made right with God. We were all wrong. We were like Achan in the valley of trouble. We were in deep trouble. <laughs> the deepest trouble you could ever be in because we were all heading for hell in our sin. Deep trouble. That valley like Achan. Right? For small sin only. That was our a condition before. But Jesus came and then we received him as our Lord and Savior. And now we First thing is he made us right because God cannot bless sin. Otherwise, can you imagine a holy God just bless sin and his 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 uh his principle, his nature is that sin has to be punished, the wages of sin is death. It is he's going against his word, right? If he don't punish the sinner because of sin, but he has. He had found his way, right? And then he made you right first. So the, that righteousness is so important to understand that I'm the righteous support in Christ. That means he made you right. It means that's why our forgiveness of sin is as if you have never sinned, as if you have never sinned in the eyes of God. That's how we see you. How precious is that? And then you became the righteousness. That means he see you right the way he see Jesus as right. No sin in the spirit. Okay, for all who are allowing themselves to be led by the spirit are the sons of God. I like this now. I use amplified. Okay, <laughs> different. All right. So why I I suddenly saw this because normal you know all the uh, uh translation they put there for all who are led by the Spirit. I just like this word, who allow themselves to be led by the Spirit, it was uh, put in the Amplified Version. Sometimes it's not that God don't want to lead us, or the Holy Spirit don't want to lead us. We don't allow Him to. <laughs> we either lead ourselves in our own wisdom, or we are led by unconsciously or consciously our, you know, the, 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 the devil at the end of it. You know, it's like a blind man. Uh, I think I shared this before. If you have heard before, right? I had the experience because I stayed in Brickfields before. Brickfields is a place in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, where most of the blind people stay. Correct? Rubbalo? <laughs> yes. So I stayed there. So it's also a place of... Uh, so what? So when I was walking around, I I do uh, living a few years in Brickfields, <clears throat> I came across a lot of blind people, you know, and then they, they, they always have the stick, right? And they need to cross the road. They cannot see. Hmm? So 
they, it's good if someone comes along and then take them across the road because got cars and all that. Then I saw how you take a blind person across the road. They were, they cannot see, so they become very soft. Uh, they just uh, put their hand on your shoulder very gently. All right, and you're able to lead them very easily across the road. You know, there's danger and all that, right? They trust you 100% because <laughs> they cannot see, right? But you don't lead me across the road <laughs> because I can see. And then I will struggle with you. No, 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 not this way. <laughs> because the, the car is coming, the motorbike is coming, you know, the, the lorry is coming. We are so clever, right? We use our physical eyes and our wisdom. So the Holy Spirit one, so gentle one. Okay. If you don't let him lead us, he also cannot lead us, right? <laughs> because it's a big struggle, right? So no, nobody likes to lead me across the road, right? <laughs> because I would see with my own eyes. I don't trust the person leading me. It's probably from some experience. But that, that is just illustrate, right? Sometimes it's not, you know, Holy Spirit lead means he will guide you. If, he can, if you need him to lead, it means you don't know the way, right? Right, so we have to acknowledge that I don't know. I have, I don't, I don't know how to walk this way. So I need him to lead, or I need him to, you know, uh, give me someone to show me. So we have to allow ourselves to be led, just like the blind man, in the sense realm, right? He only can, he cannot see already. It's so easy to lead. He acknowledged that he cannot see. It closes that you cannot see, right? But for us who can see, physical, physical senses can be an obstacle. We think we know it all. We think this is the way, this is the way, this is the way, based on our five senses and all the knowledge that we've got. So when Holy Spirit or, you know, someone, uh, God sent, tell us this is not the way. No, this is the way. <laughs> so how to lead, man? Lead means I'm tell it's telling you this is a different way. You know, God said in Isaiah, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. And you know, the argue with God to stay there longer. You cannot cross the road. Just like cannot cross Jordan. Nah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, you know, into the promised land because we keep arguing with him. All right. So let him lead you into your inheritance. He's got a way. And it's by the spirit and these other sons of God. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading again to fear of God's judgment, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, the spirit producing sonship by which we joyfully cry, Abba Father. So this is the memory verse, right? For all the teachers. I, will, I didn't forget, okay, but I spare you all today, all right? First, first week of grace, you need to say in front of me. <laughs> Okay, but you have to uh, get your, your children to stay at least one of them. Okay, so this is the what has happened to you now. Okay, to to for you to access into your inheritance, this has to happen first. Okay, you're born again, meaning you receive no longer the spirit of slavery or bondage to fear. Right. So what Aiken and whole family must be so frightened of the guilt and also the fear of punishment, all right? Today, when we got born again, he, Jesus took that away from us. What he gave us is a spirit of adoption. We no longer fear punishment, okay? Or bad things happening to you, or guilt. But we receive adoption, the spirit of adoption as sons in the spirit, okay? Which is where we cry, Abba, Father. So you belong, right? No more religion. You, you belong, you become a child, become a 
a royalty, a son. The Spirit himself testifies and confirms together with our spirit, assuring us that we believers are children of God. Okay, it's not true. You know, you cannot explain, all right, to your to your child, all right. Uh, now you are a Christian because what what what? You know, it cannot. It's the Holy Spirit because it's done in the Spirit. So the Holy Spirit will tell your child, Kate. You know, she is a believer. She's a child of God now. The Holy Spirit confirm it with that assurance inside her inside the spirit. So she cannot explain to you, mom, why am I born again? She just knows she's now a child of God. And the confirmation is from the Holy Spirit as well as from the word of God that is in John 1 verse 12. Correct? Teachers, since we are his true children, we qualify. Okay, so this is what qualify you to inherit. Okay? To share all his treasures for indeed we are heirs of God himself. So since we are joined to Christ, we also, I like this version now, TPT, okay? We also inherit all that he is and all that he has. See the word inherit is by virtue of being his son. Not because you are good, not because you are a good servant, not because you are obey all the law or you are a good person. You, you, you get the promises, you get to eat everything you want or something of the blessings, right? It's because he made you his son because Jesus replaced the value of alcohol of punishment to make it a door of hope and expectation of good to happen in our lives because of you become his child. All right? Now you can inherit. That means pass down to you, all right? All that he is. So that's why you need to know who is he? <laughs> like the woman at the well. Who are you? <laughs> Jesus. Jesus spent that time, you know, to just be one person, one woman. And all that he has. Eh? Not only all that he is, all that he has. But if you don't know what he has, then how to inherit? Huh? <laughs> we will experience, okay? It's for us to experience not only in heaven or now on this earth, all right? Being co-glorified with him provided that we accept his sufferings as our own. Okay, so that is about the persecution of being uh, identified with Christ. You choose uh, Joseph, is it Joseph? Moses, right? When he grew up, he chose to be identified with the children of Israel rather than to be the prince of Egypt. So when you choose right, to be identified with Jesus Christ, with his family, and you stand up and say, holy, I'm a child of God, right, in front of your unbelieving family or friends, then you'll be persecuted. They will laugh at you. This is what it means that we accept the suffering. Okay? Because you dare to stand up and say, I'm a Christian. <laughs> I'm a child of God. <laughs> Do you dare? Remember, just speak only. You dare only when you realize who you are. All right? We inherit all that he has. So we need to know from the word of God. What does he have? Who he is? He is our savior. Save us from what? Sin, from sickness. All that he has. He has power, his authority, his favor, his blessings. And he wants to give it to us. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, you condemn. This is the heritage. See the word heritage? 
other version don't don't have. So very important. This original uh, Greek is your inheritance, okay, of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is for me. Is of me, says the Lord. Only the righteous will inherit. Those who have been made right through their belief in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, the first thing that God impart to them is the right standing. They are made right. No more sinful nature. Rather, the nature of righteousness, the nature of Christ. So as his righteousness, you rule and reign in life. That is in Romans 5.17. Abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, we rule and reign in life, the left and the right. This is your heritage, your inheritance. has got a lot to do with being made right, being righteous, not by our own deeds, but he made us right, right? The ability to stand in the presence of God and the devil without fear, without guilt, without shame, without condemnation, without inferiority. Okay? As Jesus stands before the Father, so we stand. This is your legal right now. Right? Because the punishment was already taken by Jesus. If Jesus didn't take the punishment, you cannot stand boldly in front of the devil. You, your accusation will crush you. <laughs> because you say, God, you are believing in a God that is not just. How can you trust the God that is not just? So your salvation is to look one. Okay. But because Jesus paid the price, all right, then at the valley of Akon where we are supposed to be punished, we can stand with your head held high and say, this belongs to me, everything that Jesus has. Because I'm the righteousness of God in Christ, this is the heritage, the inheritance of those who belong to Jesus. All right, heritage means possession, property. Oh, you all like property. Ruth, Ruth also got property, right? Blessed by God. So wonderful, right? The blessing of God. Got uh, good tenants some more. Then declare it. You know, every small thing, or we may think it's small, it's, it's a glory to God, right? God's blessing on our life. Inheritance, heritage, uh, property, portion, share. What else? Occupancy, okay? This possession all now belongs to us this is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. No weapon formed against you for prosper or so. Right? The, the virus whoop, have to die instantly in the name of Jesus. Why? Because it touched the righteousness of God. Can you see? You're the righteousness of God. The weapon that is formed touched the righteousness of God died. <laughs> Not you die. <laughs> okay? Oh, I die huh? because this you know, virus come on me. You are the righteousness of God. The virus touch Jesus, who is the righteousness of God, of his righteousness himself. Jesus died or the virus died. The virus died, right? So you are the righteousness of God. When the virus touched you, the virus died. So there comes the statement, every virus that touches me dies instantly in the name of Jesus. Okay? So this is what we declare and keep on declaring until we believe it in our spirit. And then we can uh, uh, you know, tell our mind this is the correct thing to believe in. All right? This is our spiritual heritage, our estate, some of you own estates, and I don't know what else, right? So plenty for us, both in the spiritual, in the financial, in the uh, uh, physical, all this 
wonderful blessings and inheritance belong to righteousness, wealth, and health, divine health, belongs to you because you are the righteousness of God. Amen. Oh, okay. Someone just finish this, all right. Right, rightness of prosperity, righteousness is prosperity, all right. Then, okay, this last two, okay, to find the ending of uh, after uh, after sin was settled, okay, where Achan had to the whole family all have been burned or stoned. Then, what happened? Joshua chapter 8, verse 1. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid. See, the Old Testament is a type of you in Christ. No more than fear. They were all, of course, they were scared, right? They saw the punishment of God, the severity of the wrath of God on sin, on one person and the whole family had to die. Right? They were supposed to conquer the land and then all the fear also, all the courage no more already. Be not afraid of his courage. Take all your fighting men and attack AI. You see, God couldn't bless when there is sin. But after sin has been dealt with, now they can conquer AI. For I have given you, uh, now it's, I have given you the king of AI, the enemy, his people, his town, and his land. And then look here. You will destroy them as you destroyed Jericho and its king. But, but this time, but this time, you see, you may keep the plunder and the livestock for yourself. If only Aiken had waited a while. <laughs> uh, if only he didn't take the uh, 200,000 ringgit, <laughs> which was not belong to him, right? Thank you, Robert, for telling me the amount. <laughs> if he waited a while, right? You know, God has his ways. Right? He just wants to bless. Right? But there are certain things that belong to him. That he tells us, just don't touch. Okay? So, the, he said, this time, now, you can keep the plunder. All right, in the city of AI. Take, ah, if you want the rope, you can take. If you want the 200,000, uh, you can take already now. You can take the livestock for yourself. See how wonderful God is, right? Today, we are so blessed. Sin has been settled for us by Jesus Christ. And now, he says, ah, you can keep, right? Keep the 90%. <laughs> okay, go enjoy it because as it increase you, your 90% is a lot more than enough, right? And enjoy. Okay, what belongs to God, just give it back to God, right? All right, and then the Lord is going to bless you. Say, take, take, take now. Enjoy. Just follow some of the ways of God as you are led by the Spirit and the Word. And you are. You're going to flourish. You're going to inherit. So there's much more, right? We're only in chapter 8. <laughs> All right, Robert Lowe. <laughs> okay, so Jericho AI. I plenty more. I also haven't really go inside it. But it's amazing that, you know, God just did and gave the revelation as we move along. Amazing, you know, what the Holy Spirit has for us here. All right, to inherit our inheritance in Christ. Wonderful. Amen? So you can now legally Okay, take what belongs to you, Kara. All right. First, no, no, the, the thing that, you, that we need to ask God for is not uh, just blessings or whatever. This will come automatically. Protection when we know who we are. All right. Blessings, health, healing, 
what we need to ask God, ask what the Bible says, ask for Revelation 1, right? Open the eyes so that we can see what we have inherited. Number two, there's one thing that the Bible tells us we can ask for. Anyone know besides Revelation? Blessing you don't need to ask already because you are already blessed. We just declare. Wisdom. Wisdom. Uh, wisdom, okay, for in James, for those yeah. who lack wisdom. Right? But if you are already filling yourself with the word, and, all right, you are already having wisdom. Jesus is made unto you wisdom. Okay? So you can read Proverbs and you have more wisdom. Something that you can ask for. To know Jesus intimately. Okay, so that is the same as uh, asking for opening our eyes, right? To know him more. Something very tangible. Mm, that's why we have to have evangelistic meeting. <laughs> I can give you the clue already. <laughs> Souls. Yes. Right? In it, Psalms chapter 2, verse 8. Ask of me for the nations. Have you ever asked God for a soul? <laughs> Lord, give me a soul. Uh, who is it? I don't know which evangelist. Evangelist, give me a soul or I die. For what the name said. There are so many wonderful men and women of God who have gone ahead of us. And because of them, the gospel came to us, right? Because they asked God. In, in, the, uh, in America, yeah, the missionaries came to Malaysia, Singapore, to, you know, to the East. Why? It started for men and women of God who asked God, give me souls. Give me souls or I die. And they're willing to give their life to come to Malaysia, to come to our country to tell us about Jesus. They ask God for souls. Will you us, you all ask God for soul. Just ask if for one soul. As we go, as we come to our uh, evangelistic meeting uh, end of this month, shall we? You know, you think he won't answer us? He will. If you are led by who, <laughs> Holy Spirit, right? <laughs> yeah, Holy Spirit will lead you to to what is in His heart. Okay, and there's souls are in His heart. So we ask God for bless me more, ah. Huh? Bless me more, huh? bless my family, but that one you already bless. Huh? <laughs> okay, so you just need to know that. Right? But something that he won't force on us. Okay, and it doesn't come automatically. You have to ask God. God, if you ever pray, your list will now disappear already. <laughs> number one, number two, number three. I need a job. I need this. When you know who you are, all right, and you just declare, it will come to you, all right, because that's that's your inheritance. Okay, but you, you can still ask, lah, all right, you know, as you as you grow. But it's one thing that it's not in everybody's uh, request list. <laughs> Seldom there. That is, God give me soul. Give me soul. Okay, so I hope that this will be uh, in our, our prayer list. And not only just in the pastor's prayer list, okay, in every person's prayer list. All right? I know it's in the heart of Kiara. 
thought it's good that. So basically, oh, let Piara save Cambodia. <laughs> Not him alone, okay? You and me have been. Why, uh, why does God put you together to grow you? To give you the compassion of loss for lost souls too. As you found, as he found you and you enjoy all these blessings and inheritance, how about the one out there who doesn't know Jesus? Ask God for that soul. Ask God for that life of your neighbor, of your friend, or even that he, you meet someone whom you don't know, like Joan. Hello. <laughs> and then say, God, quietly in the heart, give me this soul. <laughs> I want this soul, Lord. I want this soul. Give me this soul. Give me. And then God will give you. Right? And you begin to speak Jesus. Amen? Yeah? So, uh, Enjoy your inheritance, it belongs to you, and also our souls actually is part of our inheritance, right? If you ask, because it's not in our heart, right? our heart only think of blessing. I will tell you, God bless you already. You are blessed. So never ask God bless me. Just ask God, give me soul. 